Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Come on in, stay a while. Spent a lot of time talking about the Lakers situation. Rob Polenka, the GM, said no finger pointing here, but there is finger pointing here. It's basically finger pointing to the door and saying, Frank Vogel, see you. And now who do you bring in? And you have to wonder if you're bringing in a coach from a team that's in the playoffs now and they get bounced early, like Doc Rivers or Quinn Snyder with Utah, is that the coach you want with this team? Who's going to make all these pieces fit? Because you have to have a healthy team. You need some more help, That guys who want to play defense. LeBron, another year older. Does Russell Westbrook understand his role? I mean, there's a lot of questions here. And this was an epic failure. When you consider they didn't make the playoffs and they were the top or the second favorite to win it all. And if you get 38 wins, you're in the playoffs or at least a play-in games. They weren't able to accomplish that. So that's an epic failure. Uh, The NBA season, when it started, not a lot of people cared about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I did. They were coming off three seasons with less than 25 wins. But... I liked Evan Mobley an awful lot. Darius Garland, Jared Allen, former net. You throw in Kevin Love, and they're a playoff team. Now, they might be one and done against the Nets, uh, but this is a young core, and Brooklyn's got star power. Maybe you could go in there and surprise them, but that's a big game coming up tonight with the the two play-in games. You also have the Clippers against the Timberwolves. And then uh, on Wednesday, it'll be the uh, Hornets against the Hawks. If the Hawks would happen to win and Brooklyn would win, then we might see Trey Young back in the New York area. <laughs> and New York has, you know, collectively decided that they hate Trey Young. The fact that they they chant F Trey Young at the Yankee games <laughs> is pretty interesting. But that that would be a great showdown there if you had the Nets against the Hawks, the San Antonio Spurs against the Pelicans. That's the other play in game coming up on Wednesday. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We have a poll question, I believe. We say good morning to those watching on Peacock or those listening to a radio program around the country, nearly 400 cities. Uh, Seton, poll question for the first hour. First hour, Dan, I went rogue and just threw one up there. Uh, who should the next head coach of the Lakers be? Uh-huh. Your choices were Quinn Snyder, Doc Rivers, Nick Nurse, or Coach K. Career. <laughs> well, it's not going to be Coach K. You know what? As I heard his schedule just freed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. 
Uh, won't be Coach K. He turned him down a long time ago. Well, 39% of our audience is going to be very upset, Dan, because right now he's running away with it. Oh, boy. By the way, it's good to be bad in the WWE evil stream new Peacock original from executive producer John Cena that dives into the minds of some of the most diabolical antagonists in WWE history. Go to PeacockTV.com. Sign up now. We also talked about baseball. I mentioned there was a player for the Guardians uh, who's on a terror right now. His name is Stephen Kwan. He uh, went 9 for 13 in the series against the Royals. He reached base 15 of 19 times. But I started to wonder, uh, you know, being the get-off-my-lawn guy of how much value do you have in a guy who his, his, he gets on base? All right, does he hit home runs? No, 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 but he gets on base. Mm, I don't know if we could use you. And, you know, the pride of hitting, have a high batting average. That doesn't seem to factor that much in anymore. You had two players who batted over 320 last year. And the emphasis on that is I'd rather hit 280 and hit, you know, 25 home runs than hit 320 and hit, you know, seven home runs. Yeah, Paul. Would you rather go to a baseball game where your team won the game by hit, getting 15 hits and five runs or four home runs and five runs and like six hits? Um, Same score. Well, are they base hits? Am I getting a, a double into the gap? A mishmash Maybe, maybe of stuff. a triple here? Consistent action throughout the nine innings or four moments in nine innings. Well, I would rather watch a game where there was more movement. That's all. And that's what the commissioner is stressing. He, he's, he's trying to say, hey, can we come up with ideas to get more movement? Yes. He... Right. It's kind of like, would you rather win one nothing or eight to seven? Mm-hmm. You know, eight to seven is probably a lot more fun. Well, one to nothing is great when it gets to the seventh inning. That's when it's interesting. Prior to that, because I've sat through a couple of no hitters and it's like, man, this is not exciting. No. And then all of a sudden it's like he's throwing a no hitter. Then it gets exciting. But I understand today's game. I understand what you get paid for. I understand. I mean, I, I have to evolve when it comes to the way it was to the way it is now. You know, college basketball now is opposed to what it used to be. Uh, you know, the women's game, college basketball, the three best players are going to be playing next year in college. That used to be what college basketball was. You know, they... They don't get drafted. You know, you have, uh, I think it's Leah Boston from South Carolina. You got Paige Beckers at UConn, Caitlin Clark at Iowa. Those are the three best players. They're coming back. And that's great for that sport. But look, I, you know, one and done. You want to come out of high school, go to the NBA. I get all of that. I just think sometimes the quality of what we're watching, the, the athleticism is off the charts. But the quality of what we're watching is what concerns me. College basketball, March Madness was not good basketball. Not at all. And I didn't think you had great teams. It was just, okay, it's March Madness. We love it. We fill out a bracket. Um, but, I, you know, like the, the NFL, it's just about passing numbers. Now, that's exciting, but you used to watch a full game and understood how to manage a game. Now, quarterbacks were leaders, now it's, you know, can you throw? Can you throw for 400 yards, 500 yards? How many touchdowns? That's it. Defense used to play a role. Doesn't play much of a role anymore. And it's not, you know, you know my day. It's more of just the quality of the game that you're watching. And if you're young enough, then you don't know what that's like. But, you know, I have a large sample size of what the game used to be. Now, are there improvements? Yes, with all of these. But... Watching somebody throw, it used to be when you threw 100, that was a big deal. 98, 97. Now it's not. If you hit home runs, that used to be a big deal. It's not. And so you you sort of have this, we go all in. Everybody's shooting threes in the NBA. Not everybody should shoot threes in the NBA. And at some point, does somebody kind of counter-program and say, this is the team we're going to build? Because if I... Let's say I I was in a a medium market and I would have a ballpark that was based off pitching, defense, and speed. Because 
half my games are going to be there, so you have to adjust to us. And then you take your chances on the road. And you might not be able to afford these guys who hit home runs. But you're going to get guys who are going to steal bases, take the extra base, play great defense, and maybe you get something out of that. May not be as exciting as what we're accustomed to hitting home runs, but you might win. Yeah, Seaton. Remember when batting cleanup was a thing? <laughs> yeah. Now they kind of all are, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Andrew in Washington leads us off. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, great to be back on. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, real quick, Fritzy, great guest list yesterday. His Monday after the Masters, Faldo Trico and Reggie Aloysius Miller, all great stories and perspective. Um, real quick, before I do have a stat of the day, but I heard in the third hour yesterday you were trying to up the bet between Polly and I and the, and the QBs taken in the first round of the draft. So I, I have a proposition for Polly. Oh, um, okay. If he's willing to, we can up the bet. So we're each going to take a pie to the face, whoever loses. Now, the, the uh, bet is saying, that the quarterback goes in the first 13 picks. Paulie is saying that it will. Andrew says it won't. Yes. And I will take as many pies in the face as QBs are taken in the first 13 picks if Paulie's willing to take as many pies in the face that go after number 13 if he <laughs> loses. So, Paulie, you, uh, you have – Picks 14 through 32. Yeah, so he wants me to think that, or change my mind and think that two will be picked in the top 13. Then he gets two pies and I win the bet. I don't, I'm not rolling with that. I don't think two are going to go in the top 13. Okay, all right. Uh, nice try, Andrew. Uh, give me your stat right. of the day. Uh, Marvin, hit the music. The Phoenix Suns have a 78% winning percentage on the road this season. That's a higher winning percentage than every other team's home winning percentage. And has only been done one other time by the 69-70 New York Knicks, who went on to win the NBA championship. Well done, Andrew. Stat of the day. Yes, Paulie. We were talking about strikeouts and hits, and you were talking about the St. Louis Cardinals back in the mid-'80s that hit and run. In 1985, guess how many players struck out 150 times or more in the 1985 season? Zero. One. Rob Deere? No, that's two years later. He kind of took over the role. <laughs> it's uh, Steven's guy, uh, Steve Bye Bye Balboni, Seton's guy. Oh, okay. he He struck out 150 times. How many players in 2021, MLB players, <laughs> struck out 150 times or more? 20. 32. <laughs> I'm trying to find guys who didn't strike out 100 times. Yeah. Ellen in Wisconsin. Hi, Ellen. What's on your mind? Morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. First of all, I, I want to be Andrew when I grow up because he, like, rocks it. Secondly, thanks for talking about my St. Louis Cardinals. If a team started playing the way you suggest, the way the 80s Cardinals start playing, the commissioner has a res- an answer to his uh, – his shift problem because the second baseman is going to have to stay home to respect somebody who's a threat of a run. And the last thing I have to say is I, I hope the Nets take care of Ben Simmons. If I was them, you know, this kid is fragile. I would do what the college teams do and, you know, start camp down in uh, Australia where he gets a lot of love. Um, I just worry about this kid long term. Yeah, I would like to see him in the G League. I don't want to see him in the playoffs. I, I just want to make sure he's ready. I'd like, you know, if you if you play a couple of minor league games and then you eventually get to come up uh, and, and you're confident about your game. He's been working with Kyle Korver, and Kyle Korver is one of the greatest shooters in the history of the game. We're, I don't know how he is at teaching shooting, but he's been helping Ben Simmons with his shot. But there's a lot more that goes into this. You know, that first time when you go to the free throw line and you miss, the first time you're open for a jumper and you miss, and then all of a sudden your your mind takes over. And that would be, given what he went through and what we're led to believe that he's been dealing with, whether it's mentally, now physically, I don't know. As much as they could use him, 
Isn't it weird that the Nets are in a play-in game, but it feels like they're one of the favorites to win the title? That'd be like if you're in a play-in game in March Madness, but you're favored to win the title. That's that feeling based off talent. James in L.A. Hi, James. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan. Been listening to you since I was 10 years old. Um, I have a question for you. So it's about the ceiling and the bases. So do you think that now young players look at uh, a Mike Trout injury in 2017 of how he broke his thumb or tore the ligament in his thumb and missed 40 games, and you think that's why uh, players are more reluctant to steal now um, and are focusing just on you know going for the deep ball? Maybe, but you know I was always taught to slide feet first. You know, that always helps because I got to keep my hands out of this. And if you're, I don't know if Mike broke his thumb going in head first but I'm going to guess he did. You know, that's how you that's how you get injured with something like that. I just don't think it's taught. I don't think it's important that you steal a base. Used to be. And the psychological warfare of those guys who could steal bases, I thought was incredible. Yeah, Paul. Going back to Barry Bonds in his first 10 years, he was a big base stealer. He's one of the best in the game. And then around uh, when he joined the Giants, he stopped stealing bases. He basically yeah. he was down to 15, 11, 9, because, and remember he said, he goes, you're going to have to send a car to me at first base to get me to second base because that's not what they pay me for. And I think whoever his manager was at the time said, yeah, I don't want him stealing bases and you know twisting his wrist back and missing four to six. Yeah. I just saw this tweet, uh, Sam Amick, who uh, works for Bleacher Report. Is that right, Pauling? Yes. Okay. LeBron James would be very enthused, in, in quotation marks, at the possibility the Lakers hiring Mark Jackson as head coach. Now, Mark is uh, broadcasting. He'll be broadcasting the NBA Finals. And uh, he was in Golden State before Steve Kerr got there. Mark's a tough guy. Mark's a tough guy. That's, that you're you're going to get tough love for Mark Jackson. I got to work with him for a few years uh, at the mothership covering the NBA Finals, and Mark's a tough guy. So I think be prepared when uh, if, if that's what you want with Mark Jackson. He's going to be holding you accountable. But Sam Amick uh, saying that LeBron would be very enthused with something like that. We'll take a break. We'll get some more phone calls coming up. If you were with us last week, um, there was a caddy – at Augusta, his name is Alex Higgs. Now, he called in before going to Augusta. He said, hey, I'm, I'm going to caddy for my brother, Harry. Harry Higgs, I think, finished top 15 at Augusta this weekend. And uh, he said, I'm going to wear a Meet Friday shirt underneath his caddy bibs. <laughs> so I saw it on TV. Stewart Sink had a hole-in-one, and I see Alex, he opened the bib up a little bit. You could see the top part of the Meet Friday t-shirt. That's how you get on our show. <laughs> I, I said, to, we don't want the winner. You know, we don't want Scotty Scheffler. We want, we want Harry and uh, Alex Higgs. So we'll, uh, we'll talk to those two brother, uh, the two brothers who were at Augusta. I, I'm curious what Harry thought when Alex said, hey, I'm going to wear a Meet Friday t-shirt at Augusta. Normally you don't get a positive response, I would think. They'd be like, no, no, just wear just a white t-shirt. You know, let's not rock the boat. We'll talk to those uh, two coming up next. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Love Sack, that's the, the uh, stealth technology. That's what you want. You When you go into one of the stores or go to the website, you go to lovesac.com. You're going to see what I've been talking about. And if you uh, get the opportunity to go into a store, you can hear that Dolby Digital surround sound. And it's by Harmon Carden. It's wireless charging in there as well. And uh, all these features hidden inside the endlessly adaptable sectionals platform. Fabric type, configuration, you can do all of that. They got a lot of fabrics to pick from. There's leather in there. The system blew me away when I went with the big German. We went to a, a store and just sat in the couch. And we were listening to a movie and it just sort of envelops you. It's the world's most adaptable couch. And it features the Love Sack Stealth Tech. Ask more about that. You can uh, learn more about Love Sack and the Stealth Tech on lovesac.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Style runs in the family. Athleticism runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more at MBUSA.com or test drive one at your local dealer. I mentioned this last week, you know, that we had a rooting interest. You know, everybody wanted to see Tiger come back. And I said, no, we are rooting for Harry Higgs. And the Dan had said, why? I said, well, Alex Higgs said he was going to wear a Meet Friday T-shirt at, while he caddied for his brother at Augusta. And it, I thought, well, nobody's going to see it. And then all of a sudden, Stuart Sink has a hole-in-one, and Harry is playing with Stuart Sink, and I see Alex, he opened up his bib, and I could see the Meet Friday t-shirt. And I said, we have, we have somebody who we can root for now, and uh, Harry and Alex join us now. Thank you, guys. Uh, they're joining us from uh, South Carolina. Um, who's, so when you decided you were going to wear the Meet Friday shirt, Alex, Harry, what was your reaction to that? Did you have to give approval? Uh, yeah, Dan, I was all in. And uh, we qualified last year for uh, this year's Masters in May at the PGA with a top four finish. And if I remember correctly, Alex, in our celebration, which you could imagine was was long and, and appropriate, at some point during that night when we were celebrating, I, I believe – Al mentioned that he had a Meat Friday t-shirt and he was so excited to wear it at Augusta. <laughs> so this is almost a full year. Um, Al, you go into specifics about how Augusta kind of views t-shirts under the, uh, we'll call them white tuxedos. Oh, uh, did you get any pushback, Alex, on wearing the Meat Friday? Uh, 
no pushback, but there is a large sign in the little caddy area that says any outside logos or anything like that is banned underneath the shirt. So when I rolled in on Friday, I had a quarter zip over and I got dressed and I zipped it all the way up. And then obviously throughout the round, it seemed like the zipper kept falling and falling. <laughs> it seemed intentional when I saw, you know, Stuart Sink has the hole in one on 16. Harry gives him a hug. And then all of a sudden I see you and it, it, it looked like you uh, he had opened it up as much as you possibly could there. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I wish I could say that I was doing that on purpose because I figured I was going to be on camera. I was watching yesterday and I was like, God, I wish I could say that that was on purpose, but I was just, I have a <laughs> compass and I was just trying to put the compass away and the Meat Friday shirt just came out. <laughs> uh, it, uh, yeah, it, we'll go with it was on purpose. Yeah. It certainly was not, but uh, yeah, good timing because I didn't hit a single shot worthy of television coverage all day Friday. So, Wait, you finished thanks, 14th uh, though. Yeah, Friday was a tough day. It was, it was windy. Friday and Saturday were brutal. Saturday was cold. It was windy. We were just kind of fighting tooth and nail just to get it in the house uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, but uh, good on good on Stewart Sink for for making an ace. It was so cool to hear that roar down there on 16 as well. Um, and then, yeah, just all worked out that that camera did not pan. And we finally – it's been almost a year in the making. We finally got the uh, Meat Friday shirt shown uh, on television at Augusta. You guys argue like brothers when you're caddying? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Everything – uh, and the majority of it's my fault, right? I'm the one that that has la the last say. I'm the one that has the most control. Uh, but I blame Al for everything, um, you know. And then shortly after a round, about an hour after a round, it there's usually a uh, yeah, you know, that was just a bad shot or that was my fault. Um, the majority of the uh, the blame rests on me. But in the moment, the easiest thing to do is just blame your brother. It's a very thankless job, Dan. Very it really thankless. is. You ever got, ever uh, come close to blows? No, not yet. And I don't think we will. I mean, it's a game. Um, we've had some arguments. Al, every now and then, I know it's bad when Al uh, chirps back. Usually my whining and complaining <laughs> is met with silence. If Al chirps back and his classic is like, what did you just say to me? Um, I know that I'm in trouble when, when I get that. How much fun do you have playing in the Masters? I mean, it looks like a lot of pressure on a very tough golf course and everybody's watching. How much fun yes, is it? Sure. I mean, it's, it's a dream for, for both of us really. And it's so cool to share it with your brother. Right. I mean, I've played, I've, this is my third year on tour. Now I've played eight some odd years of professional golf and that was my first masters. Um, it's, it's our kind of, it's the Mecca of golf. It's, it's, it's the greatest tournament on the grandest stage. Um, so it was really just a treat to share it with my brother. And then, you know, we've, we had some success. That was our second major. We're, we're doing really well in these majors. Um, I need to do a better job of kind of preparing for, we'll call them normal tour events like we do majors. And it's not, it's not that I don't care when I play normal tour events, but something just gets ratcheted up in the majors and the focus level gets higher. Um, but Augusta, I mean, Augusta's Augusta. We, we, we were lucky enough to get there early December um, me and Al and my dad, we played with a member kind of as like a, you know, pseudo practice round. And that's that day will be, will be remembered for the rest of our lives. Right. To see, I mean, one for both of us to see our dad's reaction, who is no good at golf and just slapped <laughs> it around the place with a smile on his face. Um, and then just, you know, that's a, that's a memory as a, as a family that we'll have forever. Um, on the on the coolest and best golf course that that there is in my opinion harry and alex higgs harry is the pro alex is his brother his caddy there uh, hilton head coming up this uh this weekend alex at what point do you say i'll be your caddy i mean you're what three years younger than your brother so you're what 27 do you, do you go to mom and dad and say hey i i got an idea what i want to do with the rest of my life i'm going to caddy for my brother no, so I was playing, I've been doing it for two and a half years now. I was playing golf myself professionally and I wasn't playing that well. And I was kind of bouncing around between trying to find a real job playing. And then, and then he just asked me to caddy for him. And we've been playing the golf together since we were in first grade. So it just kind of felt right. I remember telling my dad, you know, I was interviewing for, uh, just like normal office jobs or what, whatnot. And, uh, I told my dad, I found a job. I, 
you know, I got one. He goes, what are you going to do? And said, I'm going to caddy for Harry. And he looks at me and he goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so it was met with a little resistance, but I think we figured out a good, uh, a good recipe for some success. Did you guys get to cross paths with Tiger? Do you, are you like, you know, kids that you want to walk up and say, hello, excuse me, Mr. Woods. So every round, every round before uh, at the Masters, we do a Harry and I, and then his coach, Corey Lundberg, we do a toss. Like we're on the putting green right before we tee off, try to lighten things up. And you toss it. If you make it, it's a hundred dollars. And on Thursday, the first round, we just happened to be on the putting green at the same time as Tiger. And his, co- his coach has got a lot of, a lot of nerve and he picked the hole Tiger was putting to. So all three of us throw these golf balls at the hole and they go <laughs> racing by the hole. And Tiger just looks over at Harry and goes, man, nice putt. <laughs> <laughs> Putting 20 footers, you know, 18, 20 feet by, Tiger had to think that, that I was terrible. Uh, and I tried my best. Like, no, 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 we, we, we were throwing them. It's our thing. We do it all the time. <laughs> and yeah, right, right. And then he was off and then I went to the first tee. Um, that was really all we saw, saw of Tiger. And, and in my three years, I haven't, I think we've played in probably four or five events, um, you know, together. We haven't been grouped together or anything, but what a, what a feat it was. I mean, the man played the weekend through two rounds was in contention, um, barring Scotty running away with the golf tournament. And, you know, he's basically doing that on a leg and a half and hasn't played golf in almost two years competitively. It's tiger never ceases to amaze. It truly is incredible. You, uh, have your sponsor there, Dude Wipes? Yes. Yes. Um, so do you – Go ahead. How often do you <laughs> – exactly, exactly what you think it is. Exactly no. what you think it is. Uh, so does, does, Alex, does Alex hand you the Dude Wipes? Those are only in the most dire of situations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We usually can get our, our business taken care of before, uh, you know, so nothing pops up on the golf course. Uh, Augusta's nice. They got a bunch of bathrooms hidden all over the place. So if you need, you need a little respite, they've got it there for us. Um, it's always weird hearing the random 50 year old. I think we lost the boys. Maybe the censors with the dude wipe story. <laughs> yeah, the dude wipes. The first thing Fritzy saw, he's like, oh, he's got a sponsor, dude wipes. Um, well, the research was done at that point. Uh, Fritzy, tell them thank you, and see if you can get Alex's phone number, and we'll send him uh, some uh, some DP show gear. That was fun. I don't know how I would do if I was caddying for my brother. I was just about to ask you: you have brothers? Would that be dangerous mm. from a brother standpoint, brother brother standpoint, more than a business standpoint? Because if it doesn't work out well, is, yeah, you you can't hire somebody that you can't fire. That's always my philosophy. You know, if I hire you, then can I fire you if I need to? But it would be fun. I mean, imagine you're out. He's 27 years of age. He's caddying for his brother's 30, playing on tour, finishing top 15 in the Masters. Life's pretty good. Yes, he. Man, I would have a blast with my brother. If you think I laugh a lot now, I mean, me and my brother get together. That's all we do. We don't even really say words. We just laugh at each other. So, man, that I could imagine those two dudes are having a great time. You know, whenever I'm around Seton's brother, he's. He always laughs, and he's, <laughs> you think, he's got a, a distinct laugh as well. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting laugh, and, and you, they make you feel like you're a stand-up comedian. <laughs> it's just like, man, I'm killing it. You know? Yeah, Marv. So this question is for Seton. So is it one of those things, like, if you're at a serious event, you can't be anywhere around your brother? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, usually if we're at, say, like a funeral or something, we usually find our way to the kitchen or something just so we can start, like, you know, being us. Yeah, Paulie. I I think we talked about this a few years ago. What if they did a special like golf event where the caddy and the golfer played together? And, you know, whatever caddy you have, however good of a player they are, can you imagine if they did a special made-for-TV event, the, the golfer caddy tournament? Hmm. Maybe a one-night event where 20 golfers and 20 caddies play and the caddies get their due. We see who can really swing it. I bet there's some really good golfers, I assume. Yeah, uh, Bones, who caddied for Phil Mickelson all those years, is a pretty good stick. And uh, he was uh, with Justin Thomas uh, over the weekend. He caddied for uh, Justin Thomas with, uh, with Augusta. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up, update the poll results as well. Once again, uh, Sam Amick, who uh, covers the NBA for Bleacher Report, or The Athletic, I should say, um, 
but it was reported on uh, Bleach Report. So Sam writes for The Athletic, and he said that uh, LeBron James would, quote, be very enthused to have Mark Jackson as the ne- next head coach of the L.A. Lakers. Not sure what that means. He's enthused. Yeah, Seaton. Who gets that information out there? Is that directly from LeBron's camp, or is that Mark Jackson? Oh, I don't. I would think it would be through LeBron's camp. I don't know if. I mean, I could text Mark Jackson and say, you know, did you? Are you very enthused to coach LeBron <laughs> and see what Mark said? I'll do that during the commercial break. I've got three dogs. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. It's another thing. Mark Jackson never <laughs> understood. I would always tell him, if you're afraid by a dog. And then he would say, hey, I got three dogs. I said, that means you're really afraid of me. And he goes, no, I got three dogs. I said, no, buy a dog if you're afraid. He never understood. He still doesn't understand it. I try. All right, we'll come back. We'll get phone calls. And uh, my thanks to uh, Harry and Alex Higgs. They're in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina for the uh, tournament this weekend. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I forgot to uh, text Mark Jackson during the commercial break, so I just did that. I just sent a note. It said, Lakers, question Mark. <laughs> and see if, question Mark. So you got that, Todd? Question Mark Jackson. Yeah, I got you. Okay. I see what you're doing yeah, there. Yeah, thank Question you. Question mark. Well, yeah, thank you. Boop, boop. Thank you. Well, a couple of points there on, around the horn. <laughs> I can give you two. Right. At least two. Right. I can give you two. So once again, the story, uh, Sam Amick uh, from The Athletic uh, sent out a tweet moments ago and said that uh, LeBron James, quote, very enthused about the possibility of Mark Jackson being the Lakers' next head coach. So I thought, well, let's see what Mark has to say. Knowing Mark, he's probably not going to say anything about this. Uh, yes, Paulie. So Mark would have some type of special coaching plan, which would teach Russ Westbrook how to shoot and mm. teach the rest of the team how to play defense. Mm. And Frank Vogel didn't have that, that plan in his bookcase. Well, I think <laughs> out of respect to Mark, if he came in, then you want to listen to him. It's just players start to tune out coaches. And then after a while, they probably thought, you know, the players know if you're vulnerable in a vulnerable position because it was a couple of months ago where we thought it was a foregone conclusion that Frank was going to be fired and then stayed on until the end of the year. I didn't think he was going to survive after that. But, you know, the players start to look at you differently, like, yeah, you're kind of lame duck here. But Westbrook said we never connected. In fact, here's uh, Russ talking about his lack of a relationship with Frank Vogel. I'm not sure what his issue was with me, or I'm not sure why, but um, I can't really give you an answer why things we never really connected. Maybe, you know, um, that's something that he has to answer, but I never, you know, from the get-go was feeling like I was having to, like, try to prove myself to him and my capabilities and what I've been able to do for this game. And it's unfortunate, but it's really not kind of out of my hands. Paulie, could you check the number of minutes that Russell Westbrook played and the number of games that he played since he said he didn't get a chance with Frank Vogel? He led the Lakers in games played at 78 and minutes at 35 a game. Yes, Seton. Is he saying he didn't get a chance to play the way he wants to play? Not that he didn't get a chance minutes-wise, but he didn't get. He had to play Frank Vogel's way, not the way he plays. So Frank said, I want you to hit... You know, miss pull-up jumpers, and I want you to lead us in turnovers, those kind of things? Well, no, I mean, it's not cra- – I mean, even LeBron was the – was an AD were out there saying, let Russ be Russ. You know, I mean, it's not like – it's completely out of nowhere, the idea that he wasn't allowed to play the way he plays. Yeah. Two years ago when they won the title, it seemed like he was doing all the right things. They didn't have Russell Westbrook then. But you, I can't let – I can't let Russell Westbrook be the 25-year-old version of Russell Westbrook at age 34. I can't do it. I can't trust him. And and even if he you know wasn't allowed to be himself, he played some bad basketball at times, like really bad basketball at times. Yeah, Mark. That means Frank didn't let Russ cook. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Mark. Maybe that's a bad thing to let <laughs> Russell Westbrook cook. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't. <laughs> I don't want him in the kitchen. No, I'd, I'd rather not do that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that was kind of a fritzy, you know, big uh, wind-up swing. There. I wasn't even sure if he should have shot. Uh, don't the- <laughs> wow. That, see? That's, see, that's also that's- a very fritzy move. Yeah, that- like uh, messing something up and being like, oh, what about the other guy? <laughs> that's deflecting, Marv. <laughs> Making fun of fritzy. So weak. It's a weak move. Too soon. Too uh, soon. Do you have a limerick today or mock headlines? I do have a limerick. I'm sorry, were you asking Marvin or? No, no, oh. uh, Todd. Todd. The Lakers went to the. <laughs> no. no, no. It's actually a limerick about Alec Baum and the Phillies. Okay, you have to explain who he is. This is so random. Alec Baum made three errors, and in the course of the three errors, the fans were really getting on him at Citizen Bank Park to the point where he murmured to one of his teammates, D.D. Gregorius, about how uh, he didn't appreciate uh, the fans booing and that he just wanted out in a clean version out of Philadelphia. It's, said, I believe in hate this place. It's, it's D.D. What I call him? D.D. <laughs> D.D. Gregorius. D.D.? D.D. It's D.D. D.D. Gregorius. Yeah, there you go. And he said, I hate this bleeping place. Which led to this uh, motivation for this limo. Oh, okay, yeah. And he plays in Philadelphia. <laughs> he does. The home crowd was getting on the home player. Okay, here is Todd Fritz with his uh, limerick. Three errors will make you red in the face. 
something Philly fans just will not embrace. So on this frustrating night, Bohm went the dynamite as he muttered, I effing hate this place. <laughs> a real laugh. All right. First time. All right. That's, That's the first Limerick to ever get a laugh. That is, I'll take it. And you got it from Marvin. I did. What a day. Yeah. What a day. But we got... I got like five there. We got... We got one more hour, though. That's true. So what can you do to spoil... Yeah, I know. Other guests are being pursued. We'll see what happens. It'll all come crashing down. If you would like to leave and not participate in the final hour... I'm not going to do that. Even if it means an epic fail at some point over the last hour mm, of the show. All right. Darn. So it sounds like you're disappointed that decision. <laughs> no. No. I, I can't get enough of you, Todd. You were hoping I'd kind of take that and say, okay, I'll see you in the parking lot later. Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hi, Jeff. What do you have for me? What up, though? One time for chat row. Uh, listen, Dan, uh, first of all, I'm trying to figure out, how is it that Rob Palenka is still keeping his job with all of this going on? You know, you guys were talking about, and I've hated the Lakers for years, you know, always, but who wants to take that job? And it's like a Dallas Cowboy job. You know, people want to come there. But with that situation going on as it is, man, I doubt that very seriously. You got Kurt Rambis in the office. You got yeah. all of these question marks about the situation. Who really wants to do that? And with all of these new affiliates getting online and joining us here in DP Nation chat row, what up, though? The one thing that I, I, I was going over this weekend, I found an interview with you and Pat McAfee. If you ever want to know Dan Patrick, that is an excellent interview. It was funny because you were the interviewee, not the interviewer. And it was enlightening, man. It was really, really mm. good. So if you get a chance, you know, for your people out there, that was a hell of an interview between you and Pat McAfee, man. All right. Well, thank one. you, Jeff. I, now, I, do, I forget when. Uh, did we have him on? He retired the day after he retired. But I think he, you were on with his on his show couple years ago when he first got rolling i think hmm. we did have him on the morning after he retired from the nfl because it was that was a pretty big shocker that was a pro bowl punter yeah yeah we always liked him uh and i thought he had a lot of talent you know the question is sometimes when you're trying to do this when you're when you're leaving the sports world as a participant and then you want to get into this world it's you know where do you go who's going to hire you uh, and there's certain guys, Dan Orlovsky made a great job, uh, made, made a, a great tra transition to the mothership. Uh, but McAfee went to Barstool for a little while and then went on his own. And he's been very, very successful. Uh, Joe in L.A. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. It was a while ago now, but I think you were talking about the like a, making a comparison between baseball and stealing bases and home runs and then talking about football and just throwing um and you had mentioned kind of about it's all just about being able to throw for 400 yards now and not about leadership and defense and uh i really couldn't disagree more with that i mean i think we just saw in the last two years the teams that won it was about leadership and defense the rams shipped out golf because he couldn't lead anybody i mean and what who we saw Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady, two of the best leaders. And then you see another flame out from regular season Rodgers. Well, but also those are, those are the uh, anomalies. That's, that's an aberration here. Most of the league is about scoring and not necessarily about defense. If you've listened to this show, what have I told you about defense? At some point, some at some point in the playoffs, your defense is going to have to make a stop. If you're going to win a championship, your defense will make a stop. And we've seen that where teams didn't make a stop. You know, the Niners were going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl because Tampa Bay's defense dominated Kansas City. You have these moments where defense does play a role. But with most teams, that, that's not the case. But championship teams, you still need to have a great quarterback, leader, and you have to have defense. So the rest of the league, that's you're, you're looking for it, but that doesn't mean that you have it. So the NFL is sort of a wide open. It reminds me of the old AFL days. It was all about offense. And, you know, they, they wanted that wide, wide open style of offense in the NFL because the NFL used to be Three yards, three yards, four yards. You would throw 15 times a game. AFL, they were bombing it. 
It was awesome to watch. And then the NFL has slowly uh, adopted that. The NBA wasn't as wide open as fun as the ABA was. The ABA had the red, white, and blue ball. They had the three-point shot. The NBA took the three-point shot and incorporated that into you know every one of their teams to provide more offense. It took a while before the three-point shot took off in the NBA. But no, I think that there's, it, there's a, a strong emphasis on continuing to open the game up, have more offense. All of these sports, how much offense? How much offense? How much is too much offense? Final hour coming up. More phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More phone calls on this day. Final hour this Tuesday, Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 